This is the Onesimus Collective. Episode 2 Being the Light in a Darkened World In this episode, all scriptural references are from the authorized King James Bible, which for the host is the preferred translation. However, the listeners are encouraged to refer to any scripture translation that faithfully conveys the word of God with which they are comfortable. That being said, I will affirm right here that my duty as a Christian is to warn everyone I can to realize the importance of accepting Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Nothing else accomplished on this platform is more important than that one thing. And, yes, we will have fun on some episodes of this podcast, so please come back and check often. I will attempt to have new material ready weekly, and as God provides, maybe that can become more often. As was just stated, some episodes of the Anismus Collective will be fun. However, considering where your walk with Christ is right now, episode 2 might not be one of the fun episodes. I beg you to listen, though, especially for those of you who don't know Christ, as well as the seasoned Christian who may find renewed strength for the battle against the darkness that permeates the world today. In episode one, we talked a little about Onesimus and how his faith in Christ changed the dynamic of his life. Through the light of the gospel of Christ, Onesimus found hope. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, we see that Satan desires to hide the light of Christ from the world so the darkness will continue. However, within the confines of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the apostle Paul has provided some understanding as to how to keep the light on. With the understanding that this maintaining of the light is the believer's ability to reflect the light, much like the moon reflects the light of the sun. There is nothing a believer can do to reduce that light, which is the glory of God manifest in the person of Jesus Christ. Looking closer at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 through 6, we see, starting in verse 1, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. This is the end of verse 1, and truthfully, I will eventually, sooner than later, meet with opposition if I persist with these podcast episodes. I have received the mercy of God, so I should not faint, or at least it will not be God's fault if I do faint. I know if I persevere, I will eventually have to deal with those who prefer to live in darkness and insist that others prefer the darkness as well. It's spite all, though, I continue to choose the light and work to help others find that light. But, how will this happen? I mean, how does a faulty human, even one who has experienced salvation through Christ, achieve keeping the light, that light, shining in their lives? In verse 2 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul touches on how he perceives the goal of maintaining a reflection of that light. 
Reading verses 1 and 2 together, we see that, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. But by manifestation of the truth commendeth ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. This being the end of verses 1 and 2. What is the dishonesty Paul is speaking of? Well, it would appear that, according to the Holman KJV Study Bible, in Corinth, some were teaching a false idea that some in the kingdom of God had knowledge not allowed to all believers. These deceitful leaders were teaching falsehoods instead of the pure gospel of Jesus Christ available to all who have believed. A dishonest representation of the gospel of Christ will not work to lead others into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and will keep the light off or essentially hide the gospel isolating those who are lost and at risk of being eternally separated from God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost. This is the end of verse 3. Okay. In hopes that these podcasts will reach a vast audience, I will pause to explain the definition used by the Onesimus Collective to describe who the lost are. Notice the use of the word are, because there are many lost, but to many the idea of lost is so abstract, considering the saying on the back of many cars which proclaims that all who wonder are not lost. Well, in truthfulness, those who do not know Jesus Christ in the free pardon of sin are lost. Faith in Christ provides that those who have believed will no longer be lost. The biblical book of Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 13, gives an excellent path for those seeking Christ. Oh, don't be sad, dear listener. I explained in the promo in episode 1 that this is a Christian podcast. As well, I am not proclaiming that anyone listening is lost, since that determination is between each individual and God. If you are here and are still listening, there is a reasonable chance that you are a believer. Sad, isn't it, that those who need to hear may have already tuned out. Those who have the light and know the truth are commanded, yes, commanded by Christ to lead those who are in darkness into the light. Yes, my Christian listener, you know the shackles that bind you to Christ means you have to go into the dark places of this world and lead the lost to Christ. Since so many profession Christians have essentially abandoned the church, expecting the lost to show up on Sunday morning might be too much to ask. Christians need to witness where they are. To finish out this rabbit trail tirade, we know that in a Christian podcast, a discussion of Christ, his sacrifice, and his love for all of us is necessary. These foundational things are needed because, above all, I, Harrison Wilson, have a deep respect and love for everyone who is listening, and am praying desperately that I can be a help to you. Remember as well the email address, anissimuscollective at gmail.com for comments or questions. Now, where were we? Oh yeah, hopefully we have clarified in what context the word lost is being used in our discussion. However, to avoid any confusion, 
Let's reread verse 3 as well as read verse 4 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. That is the end of verses 3 and 4. It is, of course, Satan's job and duty to keep as many people lost based on the definition we have applied to the word. Even though Satan is an influence, the fault of the lost remaining lost falls at the feet of the lost themselves. Each person is responsible for the condition of their soul, and no one else has to answer for another person's soul. As well, the only way a person can attain the light that is Christ, is by the leading of God himself. At this point, my friend, I would encourage any who are about to, not to despair. The God of heaven is waiting for you to move toward him. The biblical book of John, chapter 3, verse 16, tells us that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Also, the biblical book of Revelation Chapter 22, verse 17 states that whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Paul understands the proper placement of all the parts to keep the light on. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, we find that the order is Jesus, the light, the one the light is proclaimed to, and finally the proclaimer of the light. In verse 5 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we find, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Paul is working to clarify in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, that his preaching is not about himself or any other believer. The preaching is about Jesus Christ, and he is to be the focus of those who are servants of Jesus in service to the people around them. Those who profess Jesus Christ are light-bearers to the world. Moving on to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 6, we will finish up the discussion. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 6 states, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. From this verse, we see that the glory of God is the light seen in Jesus' face. This same light was revealed in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, where God, Elohim, said, Let there be light. The assumption might be God had brought the sun and the moon online to light the face of the earth. However, the light was spoken into place in verse 3. But the sun and the moon were not created until verse 14 of chapter 1. So, what was that light? As Paul considers the light that God commanded out of the darkness, we realize that the light is the knowledge of the glory of God found only in and by the acceptance of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Some of the topics skirted by in this episode may each become episodes of their own. 
Which ones are developed will be in large part based on the response of the listeners as they engage with the Onesimus Collective at onesimuscollective at gmail.com. Scripture references and notes are from the Holman KJV Study Bible. Copyright 2012 by Holman Bible Publishers, Nashville, Tennessee. All Who Wonder Are Not Lost is taken from The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. Music courtesy of Apple Loops. Thank you for listening to the Onesimus Collective.